Anyoso Chwaku joins us on the line. We always call him when we want insight. He's always available to take our call and we appreciate it. SABC Sport uh, Cricket Commentator, not just cricket actually, SABC Sport Commentator and Analyst. Uh, young man, good evening. Thanks for speaking to us. Good evening, Tabiso. Good evening, listeners. Firstly, how bad were the Sharks on Saturday? Look, um, they were as bad as they were in German. Everywhere else, I mean... Uh, everywhere else, the weather was shining brightly. I mean, I mean, the weather. I was at the Lions game on Friday. I was at uh, the Bulls game on Saturday. I mean, it did rain in Pretoria on Friday, but you'd find that the weather cleared up just enough for what was a very good game of rugby with the Bulls. A very actually dominant against the Dragons. We'd have seen the Lions um, actually fighting from season to season with a form against Ospreys on Friday. One would actually head down to Cape Town and realize that the storm was rather fortunate yeah. um, to win their game against Ulster on, on, on Try Saturday. or no try there at the end? That was, that was no try. Yeah, However, though, you, you look at one thing. You look at one thing. Um, remember that there was a big issue with officiating when the South African teams were in Europe mm-hmm. and they had to grin and they had to take it on the chin and move along. Now, the Europeans in Austin particular were very aggrieved um, by that one that that that, 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 that allowed try and, and the scum penalty that followed. And the players openly complained. So, I mean, it's one of those things where they need to accept that sometimes the rules will work for you um, in terms of hometown calls when you're playing at home. But on the, on the flip side, um, these things can also be applicable against you when you're traveling. Okay. Well, we actually called you to talk cricket, but thanks for that. I also agree. No try there at the end there. But let's talk the Proteas women through to the semis now. For you, um, what's been good about this run? It's the fact that they've yet to play the best game of cricket. They oh. have... They haven't. They they put together collective performances where if the one unit does well, um, the one facet does well, the one doesn't quite actually come together. Um, you find that I think the, the the India game was probably probably the most perfect, and I say in inverted commas, the most perfect performances where the fielding was sharp, the bowling was sharp, the batting came together reasonably well, even though the three runouts were necessary. But you still feel that. They haven't quite stitched together a performance that is perfect. Um, ideally, you want them now to do that um, in a semi-final, which they've got England on Thursday in Christchurch. So one would hope that, um, as things stand, Australia look like a team that can't be touched. That means that they probably put together there a very good batting performance against Australia. But when you look back, I mean, Australia canted home by five wickets with more than four and with, with five overs to stay, which in 50 over cricket is for every intended purpose, um, hammering. But when you look at every other game, I think the West Indies game, um, where it was right now, it could have gone either way. Um, the way they intervened then, also if one would have followed um, the West Indies South Africa series that took place um, last month. Um, it was a series where the, the two teams um, bit at each other's weaknesses consistently. And, they, and, one, and, I, and I thought that if, there's, if there were two games that South Africa were bound to lose. It was one Australian to the West Indies, and the West Indies, based on the fact that um, they have a very common understanding, a very nuanced understanding of the South African women's team. However, though, um, I probably think that we've got the best semi-final in that um, England aren't as unpredictable as the West Indies. I think Australia, as much as Australia has been playing well, they are due a bad game, and they do a bad game against a team that wake, that could wake up on a day and feel like they want to play. I mean, if you look back at what happened to them against India in the 2017 World Cup, Australia were fine for all of the better sides of the tournament, but India saved their best cricket 
for that semi-final against Australia and then the Arman Creek Cows wants to wonderful luck um, in a particular game separated um, the grand from the shop. So one would think that South Africa have been very consistent, they've chased very well in particular. So one would think that in, in, in that particular semi-final, with especially how the Ducks do still work, one would hope that they stick to a road for them. Um, hopefully the weather doesn't meet. If it does and the event again is completed, I would love to think that South Africa will go to the finals based on the fact that they are the higher ranked team. But also you don't want tournaments to be concluded in that particular manner. But it is a team that um, you, I feel, and especially in Ghana, for the UK's absence, they've played very well, but they're still missing one or two perfect games and one would hope that they will rock up with those games in the next two matches. So that's a good so that's a good thing like Songa was telling us that they haven't picked too soon yet and they've just managed to get through the games and all of that and they seem to have sorted out that number 3 problem now Shori Lara Godal plays again after that brilliant 49 in the match against uh, India but England are the defending champions young men even though they lost their first three but they've won their next four Look I mean that that, that is a mark of a quality side and you uh, and I mean tournament cricket is about picking at the right time and again, South Africa, when they played England, it wasn't the most perfect of matches. It, it was a packed performance, especially the fielding. But they got through that game. But again, now for Thursday, they need to start from scratch. That was a group game. This is the semi-final. And South Africa showed that they actually can get through um, pretty crunch situations. I mean, when you look at Laura Goodall in particular, I think the one thing that is, was very much improved in that particular inning was the strike rotation and the strike rotation against spin. And that has been a slight problem with um, her batting in particular. If you remember in last year's series against India where Dizel Lee, who is actually also due a very big score considering how well she batted last year. Um, the, problem, the biggest issue with uh, Laura Goodall was the strike rotation. I think she sorted that out in particular when you look at how Asune Luz um, has also rotated the strikes very well. And you look at how Marizan Cup, uh, Chloe Tryon, and uh, Mignon Dupre has come in and provided those crucial um, uh, momentum providing knocks. You realize that the top order doesn't actually need to run the world the game. So long as they keep a check on the runner, which, is, which they've done and done successfully um, through the chases. So I mean now a big score from Laura Volfort now becomes Diriga because she's become the Diriga's uh, most important batter. Um, through the past two tournaments. She batted one in 2017. She's taken it to another level in matches that have mattered uh, for the Proteus. So, I mean, I think Lizzoli in particular um, has, I would say, closer through the tournament, but ever since uh, she's come back um, from illness, hasn't been herself lately. But she's you a big knock, and she's also quite a big match player. A big innings from her, a big innings from Laura Volkmann, um, I think could achieve back England under the games. So that's actually do that first. And you think the West Indies have a chance against Australia? If anything goes, if the other Justin comes off, Haley Matthews, Stephanie Taylor come off, if anything, anything is possible with the West Indies. I mean, if you look at how they beat New Zealand in the opening game, um, look again, it is a game that they unnecessarily took um, to, to, to the death. But again, if when the stars align for the West Indies, and I mean, they've got very good big name players, well, big match players. DeAndre Dutton hasn't quite uh, set the tournament alight in the same way she did at the Wanderers. But you often feel that um, the, uh, the World Universe 2.0, the World Universe Boss 2.0 is due a big game. And you find that the West Indies in particular tend to save the best for Australia. And she's a player who understands um, the Australians and how well they play. So I think DeAndre Dutton, Hayley Matthews, and Stephanie Taylor, they hold the key to the West Indies actually standing in the chance um, of beating what is a very offended Australian side. Okay, wonderful. So so just reaching the semis, would it have been the minimum requirement or expectation from the Proteas? 
I think it would have. Um, okay. they've been they've been they've been playing very well in the city of format. So yes, I think it's just a case that can they take it forward now and actually come back with silverware. Okay, can you so Chuck? Always a pleasure talking to you. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you very much. Thank you. Do follow.